I told you come up here. I'll put you to work. I mean, yeah. I find something for you to do. Get your mind off of all that. You know he don't want to be yeah. doing no work, bro. Yeah, but then I got that that fucking hour drive where I'm gonna be sitting there got, thinking about everything. I got a room here. I got a room here. Damn, if you get stuck in traffic, forget day. about it. You know what I'm saying? But them right, them right is home from work, man, and them, them shit suck, yo. To and from work, them shit sucks. I'm left with nothing but my thoughts and that shit, yo. Yeah, but that's good though. You need that time, man. I tell you what, when when I was contemplating on leaving Hackensack to go to Glen, I mean, granted, I didn't have a very long ride from Hackensack to my house. It was like five minutes. Um, the whole lot in that uh, in that month that I was trying to decide what I wanted to do. I legit drove everywhere I went without music. Like, and that's when I was going to the gym in uh, Hasbro Heights. So I, I did have a drive, you know, sometimes when I went to the gym, or actually maybe that was when we were going to the one in Paramus. Either way, there was a bit of a drive to the gym. So like if I yeah, was driving to the gym, when I drove to work, I had the radio off. Like I wanted to sit with my thoughts and, and feel the feelings I was feeling. Sometimes it's good to do that. I mean, it sucks, but sometimes it's good to do that, man. Help you sort through some things, you know, without all the uh, noise and craziness of the world. Nah, I need that music, yo. I can't, I can't do that. I'll drive, I, I'll go that, crazy. Even, that sometimes but I mean, that music is gonna influence. I was just about to though. say that. Sometimes so, I'll be like, I'll be driving and a song come on. Because when you put on the iPhone, it just like randomly plays whatever you have in your saved shit. And sometimes I put that in and a song come on. I'm like, damn, why did she do me like that, yo? Like, I came in, I got in the car the other night. I'm driving home in the fucking, uh, that song from um, The Weeknd came on, Die For You. I was like, damn, yo, she had me in my feelings, yo. I was like, fuck. Stupid song. Yeah, yeah stupid right. Song. That, definitely the song be, songs be doing you in sometimes, yo. That music ain't always good. I mean, it's always good, but not good for you. It's good when you're in a good place, but when you're not in a good place, you need to find that place where you put the music on. It's yeah, you, definitely going to influence you. You know what I've been thinking about a lot lately, though? Like, I... Because, like, I've been saying, you know, like, I'm a, that's the story of my life. Is I'm a day late and a dollar short. Like, that's literally the story of my life. But then I'm like, but, yeah, here I am. I made it this far with the story of my life being always a day late and a dollar short, you know. And yet, here I am. Still, you know, I got this fucking far. Always being behind the eight ball like that. You know what I mean? And then I think, like, if I got this far, always being a day late and a dollar short with that shitty-ass mindset. That shitty-ass way of thinking. Like how what's what's six months gonna look like for me, yo? You know, like with the, yeah. with the way shit's changed now, the way shit's changed for me. Like, what's my future looking like? If I got this far on that shitty ass mindset, what's the future have for me, yo? Yeah, I mean, it, it's gotta be a beautiful thing, right? I mean, that's yeah, what that's I tell myself. That's I mean, I that's what I myself. always say. I mean, I I'm I could speak that from experience, man. You know, going from from somebody who had you know similar uh, like negative outlook and. Um, you know, just, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but just, you know, in that same sense where it just, I, I wasn't, you know, I realized the other day that there's a lot of good things I had in my life that I kind of screwed up because of my own, my own accord, you know, for whatever reason, whether I, I got scared and purposely, you know, failed at it or if I left it or whatever the case is. But I realized that the other day I had a lot of good things in my life that I kind of just let go to the wayside. And I had that same mentality, you know, I, I'm not going to bother because I don't, I don't care. And it was more of, you know, well, if I bothered and I didn't get it, then it's like, how do I, how do I live with that? But you know, now, now I'm on, I'm on the other side where it's like, you know what, if I try and it, and it don't happen, I'm cool with it. Cause you know, I, I gave it my best effort and don't get me wrong. My life ain't all sunshine and rainbows, but for the most part, it's a pretty good life I got, man. 
but it's it's a daily work. It's it's uh, every morning, you know, deciding how you're gonna react and uh, be with certain things. Like for example, I'll give a quick story about yesterday. So yesterday is my first day off, probably in a few weeks, that there wasn't something going on. Whether it be one of the girls' uh, All performances, their you know one of their performances, <laughs> or I had the the project going on in the house where the floors were getting done and I was painting. So yesterday was the first day that you know i was off and there was nothing going on um we had it planned to do the family barbecue right the summer kickoff like vanessa wanted to do and then the c you know c word hit the family again so a lot of people are housed in and isolated whatever so whatever you know i, I slept in a little bit later figuring we don't have much to do i slept in a little bit later in my reading and then i went to go do my workout about eight o'clock um you know when i told you lane i was gonna go do my workout she gave me like a little snarky uh, reply and she's like, oh, I thought you went already. I said, nah, I, said, I slept in because I didn't think there was much to do. Granted, she was doing her Saturday chores, cleaning, whatever. Just the way she replied, man, put me in a mood. So I went to the mm. garage, did my workout. You know, I kind of rushed through it. I did my run. <clears throat> you know, normally at that point, I would just shut down. And if she would have asked me what was wrong, I wouldn't have said, I would be like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. Just went about my business. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to be honest with her. So she's like, oh, what's wrong? And I said, listen, you know. I slept in a little bit. You always tell me to sleep in and rest. I said, the day I do, I said, you give me like a little snarky reply. Um, to which she first tried denying. And then she came back after the fact, apologized or whatever. And then the other thing was, you know, both my kids ended up going off with their friends to the pool. So again, another incident where, you know, I would have got myself in a mood and like, ah, well, whatever, you know, I, I want to spend time with the family and we couldn't. I, I would have ruined the day. I know for a fact I would have ruined it there. I would have did my yard work like I did. I would have sat inside playing video games. I would whatever. And I didn't. You know, instead I came in and I'm like, listen, you don't got plans, right? I was like, so me and you, we're going to go out, have some coffee. I want both girls home for dinner and we're going to have dinner as a family. And then that's how the day went. You know, we, I did my yard work, which wasn't really planned, but being I was in the mood, being close to everything that went down, I used that energy into something productive, cleaned my yard, took care of all that. Me and the wife went out for some coffee. We came home. Hung out, relaxed, read. Kids came, we had dinner, set the fire up, we did some s'more. We were hanging out till like 10 o'clock at night. And all that was because of one decision, or rather two decisions, I made throughout my day. That had I went the other way, that whole day would have been completely different. And I wouldn't be feeling as fulfilled as I feel right now. I would have shut down, I would have sat in front of my PlayStation, and went back out where nobody wants to do nothing with me anyway. So whatever, go. You got chores to do, you got errands, like, go ahead. You know, because even when I asked, you know, Elaine, she want to go do coffee. She was like, well, I do. She was, but I do have to go to Target. You know, if you want, we could go together. And I'm like, well, yeah, I want to I wanna hang out with, with you guys. And if that's what you're doing, then I'm going with you. But you take this back a few years ago. I'm back, you know what, go to Target then. And I would have sat my ass in front of the PlayStation. I would have played all day. And when, when you know, my daughter called, oh, can I stay for dinner? Yeah, whatever, go ahead, stay for dinner. Right. And I would have I would have completely ruined that whole day. Instead, I gave everybody that grace, you know, to do what they want to do, realizing that our plans didn't work out the way we had planned it. And in the end, you know, we ended up having a, a wonderful night together, the four of us. You know, and that's what I'm saying. Like once you change that mindset and you start looking back the day before and you realize how you used to think and how you used to react and how you would have react, then that's when you start seeing like, oh, shit, this shit does work. It really does work. Yeah, I wish I would have had that same uh, outcome. I got home from dinner and everybody slid off. And I was like, well, guess I'm going to watch TV. Yeah. In the bed alone. <laughs> you know, but some of, you know, some of that is, is um, it, it takes work to build up to that, right? You know, like if, if you've cultivated a certain culture in your house for a while, you got to kind of fight to, you know, tear that down and build a new one up. 
you know, I think that's the stage that you're at right now where you're you're in the midst of trying to, you know, break down the the cultural norm in your house and create the new cultural norm in your house. And uh, it ain't going to be easy, but it could be done. It's definitely not, especially, yeah. uh, you know. I mean, that's what got me mixed up, you know, when I was going through it with Elaine. Started working with a couple of young guys at work that were from the old neighborhood. I felt like I could relate with them and. And you know, in his in his uh, speak kindly of our old director, even though a lot of times I don't, he was the one who kind of pulled me aside and said, "Listen, you know, you're hanging out with these young guys and you think you're having a good time." He goes, "But do they hold the same values that you do? Do they hold that same, you know, do they have a family to worry about like you do?" He's like, "They don't. They're not thinking the way you need to be thinking, but you're hanging out with them and they're influencing the way you're thinking." He goes, "You need to be hanging out with people that are in your same stage of life." And those are the people that are going to help you think the way you need to think and behave the way you need to behave. He goes, you think this guy that, you know, got no kids, single, you think he's thinking the way you should be thinking as a man that has a family and a wife? Yeah, well, they, like they say, birds of a feather, right? Yeah. Matter of fact, being beyond this topic, right, of people, I want to read this to you guys you real quick. Pull the book out? No, no, this is good. No, because I was reading this book. Digital. I was reading. No, it's okay. Did I've like, been reading this book. 2022, man. What, what, what is that that, that that mom be reading? The Kindle? Where's your Kindle? Yeah, yeah no, nah, no Kindle. I need to have the paper book in my hand, man. I like to write it up, mark it up, think through things to them. And I like to, you know what? I like my kids to see what I read. You know, we, we've talked about that before. I like to leave it around. But anyway, I was reading this book called Men on Fire, right? And it's about... Uh, oh, I love that movie, yo. Restoring the forces that forge noble manhood. It's basically... Um, it's like a battle against apathy, right? I, we always say that, or at least I always say that, that apathy is the, the biggest um, destroyer of men. You know, that, that feeling of just not doing anything. So this is supposed to be something that's going to ignite that fire to get rid of that apathy. But I read this this morning, and I thought it was very interesting. I never knew this fact. I, I doubt you guys will, but I'm going to read it to you, right? So it says it is, a, it is well known among experts that a single tire, single tiger, single tiger will nearly always defeat a single lion in battle even though the lion is the king of the jungle one-on-one -on -one, he loses to a tiger every time i didn't know that but here's where it gets interesting yet it is also true that five lions will always defeat five tigers you can raise that number from five to a hundred and beyond and it will still be true multiple lions will defeat multiple tigers though it is the reverse one-on-one -on -one. i didn't know that and I found that very interesting. And the reason be is because tigers fight as if they're alone. Regardless of how many tigers are with them, they always fight like it's just one-on-one. -on -one. A lion, when he's with his pride, which is a group of lions, will fight as a team. But that, you know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you get the right people around you, and you fight as a team, no matter what's against you, you're going to win. That's what this is supposed to be pointing out. See, but you you fight like a tiger right now. Got fight I'm like not, a lion, Nick. I'm, oh, you talking to me? I was like, how am I no, fighting I'm like a tiger? I was, I'm over here pointing. <laughs> Man, I don't know who you pointing to. Our screens. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's why I'm laughing. <laughs> but I'm over here pointing. You got you got enough people around you. Not saying you're not making strides, but you have enough people around you, you know, to to try to lift you up. Well, that's what it's been. Fight like that lion. Don't fight like that tiger, because you're not alone. That's, that's what it's been like as the weeks go by I start realizing more and more 
of who I have and what I have. And it's been it's been doing a lot as far as shifting the way I think and changing the way I think. So I'm extremely grateful for the people that I have that, you know, are present right now and that are doing the things that they're doing. You know, I appreciate them. And I try, I try to, that's, that's something I was talking to Jennifer the other day. It's like, you know, like, I'm just, like, everything that happened between me and her made me realize that everything that I was doing, you know, like I said, you know, I just kind of just do it. At, at, a, at the pace that I was doing it and you know I figured eventually it'll work out you know what I mean and then by seeing that you know all that time that I was doing that I didn't have all the time that I thought I had to like do it at, at a snail's pace and just let shit happen so by it happening the way it did between me and her I realized like you know what like I don't have the time that I thought I had to to repair these these relationships with people to try to you know to show that I, you know, how much I've changed, you know, so that it made me realize, like, you know what, like, what I was doing was good, but I need to do better. I need to do more. I need to be, you know, more into it. I need to put more effort into it because I don't have the time that I thought I had. Yeah. You know, and that that was what I was trying to explain. So, like, that's why now, like, I'm be I'm doing so much more and doing all these things like at a higher level than I was doing it before, because now I realize, like, yo, like. It's really this shit ain't promised you know what i mean but in the same sense like i'm just trying to right now just take it day by day and just focus on today making the best decisions i can for today and then when tomorrow comes i'll do it again live for tomorrow when when it comes and yeah. when that day comes make the best decisions i can make that day and then you know then the next day deal with the consequences of the decisions i made and try to make the bed just do it one day at a time yo and you should get where it need to where it needs to get eventually, but I did realize, like I said, that I gotta put more effort into it. I gotta put more, you know, a little more pepper in the pee hole. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be a little more intentional with your time and what you're doing. Yeah, you know, don't don't you know, don't be afraid to take a second to to clear your thoughts before you react. Right. I mean, that's what I did yesterday. I, I took a, a little bit to gather myself before I responded to, to events that transpired. And sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need to take a moment before you react, settle your feelings down, and then react from a place of uh, clear-headedness and not from a place of emotion. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. That's something that I used to always say. I used to always tell people, like, yo, don't don't, don't make decisions based on emotion, bro. Because emotions, yeah. emotions change, bro. Make sure you, you know, you make a decision on a clear head. Like, here I am. Maybe, you know, it's sometimes it's not even like a decision decision, you know, right? When we when I hear that, my first thought is like, you don't make a decision as far as like, should I leave this job? You know, should I stop talking to this person? But that goes as simple as, should I say what's on my mind right now or give myself a second to rethink this? That's a decision in itself, right? Yeah. So that, that little phrase there, it, it could go for everything, every little decision, every little thing, man. Yeah, I've I definitely been... Uh biting my tongue a lot more and i was already biting my tongue a, a lot yeah but you know what though it's <laughs> not even so much to. as biting your tongue but rather just choosing your words carefully right because you don't really want to bite your tongue to the point that you don't say nothing but you got to choose those words carefully and in, and the tone in which you use it tone is huge right because you, yeah, you could you could stop I definitely got tonal issues quick. yeah you you <laughs> could you could shut people out real quick and put them on defensive depending on the tone that you use. Know that. I mean, yeah. we've, uh, I'm not going to get into it 
you know, on here, but you know, that seems to be the problem that, you know. I mean, a lot of people have that issue, man. A lot of people have that issue with, you know, tone. I say, and- I, say I say one thing and it gets it's and I'm like, yo, that's not what I it's not at all what I was yeah. getting at. Like, where did you get that from, yo? <laughs> like uh, that when I was talking to Jen a while back, yo, <clears throat> she had mentioned about, you know, possibly staying by her dad's whatever, you know, some time or whatever. And then uh, we were talking to a text. I'm like, oh, if you, you know, if you want to go stay by your dad, I mean, it's, you know, it's cool. She, she was like, thanks for kicking me out of my house. I'm like, hmm, that's not what I said. Like, you brought up that idea. I was just saying that it was, you know, if that's what you want to do, you know, it's cool. Like, go ahead and do it. Like, do what you need to do. She was like, oh, you know, I, um, so I was like, oh, that's not what I said. You know what I mean? Like, I was just saying, like, if that's what you feel like you need to do, then do it. She's like, well, I don't need, I don't need your permission. I'm like, I'm not giving you permission. I'm just letting you know that if that's what you want to do, I'm cool with it. But like I said, every time, like, but that goes back to like what our problem is. Our problem is the way we communicate, the way stuff gets taken. And, you know, the truth of the matter is that it's been like that for so long that, you know, that's why, you know, we need like a mediator, some sort, you know, therapist, whatever, to try to be like, yo, like, that's not what went down right now. Like, you know, on both sides, on my side too, you know, that's time that she said and stuff and I'm like right away. You know what I mean? So definitely switches the way things go when, uh, you know, stuff gets taken out of context for whatever Damn, reason. I, I wouldn't even be communicating through text, man. Because with text, people like to add their own tone to it. I've seen that happen many times. Yeah. You know? Oh, I've seen that happen I've a couple had, of times. I've had a text, uh, you know, read to me. Um, not mine, but like other people getting a text from somebody and they're like, oh, you believe this? Check this out. And then they start reading it. And I'm like, how do you know that's the tone they use when they typed it? Like, you're using a real aggressive tone right now. They may have just typed that as a matter of fact. Like, how do you know that? Like, why would you read it like that? Like, but I read a text like I'm reading a book. But people read the I text read based it. on, like, it's, it's how they're feeling. You know what I mean? So yeah. when you get that text, it's how you feeling toward that person. What no, you I know why they true. do it. But that's oh. what I'm saying. Like, communication like that should not be done through text. Text is something quick and easy. What do you want for dinner? What we gonna do this day? What what plans we got for the week? That's the kind of text that I do. If it's something that's heavy, I talk to you when I get home. Or if you got a minute, call me. You know, don't be communicating through text. That shit, I I learned that you know a long time ago. It's not good, man. People like to add shit to that text. People add shit to the to the conversation too when, I, when you talk. Yeah, yeah, that too. But <laughs> but it's less likely, you know. At least in face to face, you got a, a you know split second to kind of reel it down with text. They read that shit over and over in whatever the hell tone they want. And by the time they reply, they're already fired up. Ready with some ass and be like, yo, yeah. I, I was just asking if you wanted milk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't front. That's how my wife and I talk, though, because she tonal issues. <laughs> Back to the tonal issues. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely my have. My problem is when you come at issues. me, like, I'm, I'm going to put my guard up straight up. So it, like, unless I don't, ends up being some kind of a war. You know what I mean? Yeah. So a lot of times for us it's easier to communicate via text. So it's not And I think that that's like the that's like the biggest problem is you know, we get into situations where we constantly feel the need to put our guard up when realistically it's not and like that's another thing I was talking with Jennifer about. Like when we talk to each other, like we're not here trying to listen to each other, to understand each other. When we talk to each other, we're listening because we're trying we're thinking of what's going to be our reply to that like we listen to to you know to defend to reply yeah to reply and defend not to understand where the other person's coming from and that's a big part of our problem but 
That's yeah, a big part of a lot of people's problems. So that's because of the work of you know what I'm doing. I understand what's going on. I understand. I see the different things going on. And then when I try to point that out, you know, it's like, why, why are you trying to doctor film me? You know what I mean? Why, why are you trying to, you know, it's like, yo, I'm not. I'm just, I'm, just, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, edu- I'm educated in this. You know what I mean? Like, I've been doing a lot of work on this. It's been two years I've been doing this. You know what I mean? Like, I see and think Shit. things different. You know what I mean? That's why for the most part, I don't even, I don't even have a guard no more, man. I keep that shit down when I'm home. Go ahead, strike me. I take it. I ain't even lying, bro. I'm not even lying, man. I mean, obviously not physical. I don't want people to think I'm getting beat over here, you know. But I'm just saying, like, you know. wife kicking his ass. If if there's any place that I could be 100% myself with no guard, no defenses, it got to be my home, you know. And and that's how I I act. That's how I be. And I make sure that any decision I make, I make it off of what I truly value. But, you know, I had a guy the other day at work ask me. He was like, Mike, how you stay so cool and calm and, like, not let much of this shit bother you? I said, brother, because I know who I am and I know I act out of my values. And if what I'm doing is I'm doing it because it's important to me or it's because I feel it's what's right, doesn't matter to me what other people think. Because I'm doing it out of my core value. I'm doing it out of my true self. And if that ruffles some people's feathers or if some people don't like that and feel a certain way, then... That's their problem to figure out. Like, I'm going to be me, and that's it. And that was my problem for a long time, like, with my wife, is that, like, we'd be somewhere hanging out, all of us, and I was, I felt like I couldn't, like, I, I had uh, I had to be a certain kind of way, you know what I mean? Like, because, you know, like, oh, I can't do that because she's going to act like this. Like, yeah, I couldn't really be myself because of the fact of, you know, she'd make comments about little things I said and didn't, and I felt very uncomfortable hanging out with her and being around because I couldn't be myself because I always I always felt like I was getting judged on what I was doing, what I was saying, and I was very uncomfortable. You know, yeah. and I'm sure she probably feels the same way like now that she can't, she don't want to be around me because then she can't be who she, you know, is right now and wants to be right now. But see, that's you know? the thing, though, is, is, that, is that really the true self, right? That's something else you have to realize. You know, that's something I've kind of been toying around with and, and kind of fighting with in my head for the past few years, right? Because we, we grew up in an environment that, you know, to be a man, you had to be loud, right? You had to be loud and be a certain way and that machismo and all that. But you get a lot of people in our family that had that persona out in the open and you put them behind a closed door where it's just them or somewhere they could be safe. That's not really who they are. You know, so that's when you got to kind of realize, like, am I behaving this way because it's my true self? Or am I behaving this way and wanting to do the things I'm doing out in the studying because that's what I want to portray as my true self? But that's for each person to decide on their own, you know, because there was that, a lot of things that, that I did. That's rough. There, there was a lot of things that it is rough. Hell's yeah, it's rough, bro. When I came to this realization um, and some of the things from our childhood kind of flashed before my eyes and made me think about things it, it was painful pain <laughs> it was very painful you know could you start realizing things and um it was rough man you know there was a lot of things that that i used to do you know i used to be told oh you know why are you doing that it's embarrassing and then i would get all defensive about it but now that i matured a bit and, and i'm really you know comfortable with who i am i realized like yeah no that that wasn't me that was me portraying what i thought I was supposed to be. That was me portraying, you know, the the idea of what being a man was instilled in me as I grew up. You know, it's not an easy thing to sit down and decide, like, hold on, like, is this really who I am? Or is this who I think I am? 
you know, and that's where a lot of, you know, I just listened to a show the other day. That's where a lot of, um, you know, these issues come from, like these issues of uh, anxiety and depression and stuff like that. You know, not all of them, you know, I always got to write disclosure out there, you know, a disclaimer, you know, sometimes there are legitimate, you know, issues that need to be dealt with. But a lot of times these feelings you get is because you're living out of your false self. You're forcing yourself to be something that you don't really want to be, but you think that's how you're supposed to be. And, and that's what causes a lot of these issues with people with as far as being depressed and anxious and all that. You got to find out what your true self is. And when you really find that out and you act out of that, there's no stopping you. But you're going to have to shed a lot of things from your past and fight a lot of like a lot of ideas that were put into your head. You know, because we're we're molded by our environments, by the yeah. houses we grow up in, by the people we're around who we look up to sometimes you got to come to the realization that some of the things you were given by people you truly love wasn't the right information and that in itself is hard yeah i mean that, that's something I, I, another thing i was thinking about a lot lately too is that like shit i just had it again i fucking lost fuck yo <laughs> uh, come on now oh yeah oh so like that's what i was thinking about that like the fact that like you know when you're a kid right you just think that you know when you get older you're gonna have it all together right because when you're younger not, you know, not even just a kid, like a teenager or a young adult, you feel like when you get older, like you're going to have it all figured out because, you, you know, you figure, you think all these adults have it all figured out. But at the end of the day, like even as adults, we're all just trying to figure it out. Yo. Well, not all of us. Most I'm of about us. to say not all of us. Some of us trying to figure yeah. out. Some of us are well, just fine sitting in whatever we sitting in. Most of us are trying to, you know, are, are, are just trying to figure it out like like everybody else trying to make it day by day like everybody else trying to make the best decision we can. And just kind of hope for the best, you know what I mean? Like, you, you don't, you're never going to have it all figured out. You're never going to have all the answers to how things should be. You know, you're always going to make mistakes, you know. But when you're younger, you, you're just like, oh, well, they know, you know, they're adults, you know. And just, when, when I get that age, I'll be all right. I'll, I'll, I'll have it figured out. And it's like, and you get that age and you're like, I don't have it figured out. I, I don't know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Nope, like, you know, you don't know what you're doing in life. You're like, you think you know what you're doing, you don't, you know? And that's something I, I've been thinking about a lot lately, too, is like, you know, we grew up thinking that certain things had to be a certain way because, you know, that, like you said, that's how we were taught. That's how it was, you know, shown to us. But at that time, that's what, you know, the people that were showing us and doing these things thought was the way, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they didn't know any better. They were just trying to figure shit out on their own through their experiences, through what they had been through, you know? And then we, we get to that point where, you know, you got to decide that you want to break that cycle, you know, like that, you know, you'll, you always see that meme with the matches, like they're all yeah. together, the first few are, are burning, and then there's one match that's, you know, not in that line, it broke the cycle, now, and then you get to kind of fix everything, you know, all the other ones aren't burnt. So, you know, you pull yourself out of that cycle, now you get to start changing the trajectory of the way everything else goes forward. But what makes it hard is, like I said, you have to come to that realization that, you know, people you loved, people that you, you trust to show you the way, didn't give you all the right tools. And that's that's a, it's a hard thing to take, man. Yeah. You know, but then that's when you got to come with the, the forgiveness and the grace, right? And you got to realize, like, you know what, they, they were doing what they felt was best, and that's all right. It's, it's a process, man. It's, it's a long, painful process. The whole thing lie, is, the, you know, the whole the whole idea of just trying to better yourself is a very painful process because you have to do a lot of inward looking and trying to like, and you have to be honest with yourself. And you know, excuse me, lots of times you 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 think that you're being honest with yourself and you're, you're like you're telling yourself these things. Then when you stop and you force you like you force yourself to look in that mirror 
You're like, yeah. you know what? That's why I, I was saying earlier that sometimes that silence is good, man. Sometimes you, you know, you need that voice to tell you what you don't want to hear. And there's been many of times over this past two years where I've had had to do that inward looking, and you see this, you see this stuff, and you like start thinking about it. And you're like, fuck, what the fuck? Like <laughs> for me, anyway, that was the like my reaction. Yeah. Like, shit, oh, that's that's not good. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, even now, man, even now, there's things that I do in the moment and I think about the next day and I'm like, damn, bro, I don't believe I did that. You know, I mean, I, I'm talking about things that like bring me to tears the next day. Like, I'm really regretful that I that I made a decision I made. I have a lot just, of that in my past. It's a, a process, man. Waking up the next day and like, oh, why did I do yeah, that? But <laughs> oh, why did I say that? Like, oh, like for example, why? right, you know, for Father's Day, we went to see that um, Stranger Things experience. And, uh, you know, my wife and my daughter, Julie, they, they've watched the show. They really like the show. Um, I just started getting into it. Uh, Vanessa got really scared throughout it. Not that it was that scary, but she got into her head and she wanted to leave. And my wife took her out. And that shit kind of messed me up, man. In the moment, you know, I didn't think about it. I was just there enjoying it. And then afterwards, I was like, you know what, man? Like, that was the wrong decision. You know, like, Vanessa's like why, my little buddy. Why was, that, why was that the wrong decision, though? Because Vanessa's like my little buddy, man. And she was looking at me like, I want to leave, daddy. Take me out. You know? And uh, I let my wife take her. You know? And like, that hurt me. It still hurts me. You know, I should have been the one to leave with her and let her know everything was going to be okay. You know? I, I don't watch the show. It was cool with me. You know what I mean? It was enjoyable. But did I really truly appreciate it? No, but my wife would have appreciated it. You know? So I, I felt... Bad that, like she was a uh, fan of the show. She watched yeah, it with like Julie. It, it bothered me that she didn't get to enjoy that with Julie. And then it bothered me that Vanessa didn't have me there to let her know, like, it's cool, you know? And and that shit bothered me, man. Like, it bothered me big time. Now, granted, was that, like, a big major decision? You know, was that anything life-altering? Probably not. You know, but Vanessa even remember that three years from now? Probably not. But that's something that I got to live with. That's something that's going to sting me a bit. And that's something, something that's that you're that you're gonna think about in three years. Yeah, and that's something that you know what? It's gonna change the way I react next time when something like that happens. And that's the beauty of it. Like, yeah, it hurts. You know, even now talking about it, I, te- I teared up a little bit. But you know what? It's like that's something now that I could use that that scar. You know, I could use that to help change me a little bit more. You know, something as simple as that. You know, even even with all the the work I do and all the books I read, sometimes I I get it wrong as far as what I feel you know, out of my values. And then those are the times that it bothers me. Like that decision had somebody, you know, made comment about that. It would have bothered me because I didn't make that decision based out of my values. I made that decision based out of what's Father's Day. I should be enjoying this. And that's not the decision I wanted to make in the end. And that's something I got to live with now. We all know we shouldn't be enjoying Father's Day. It doesn't work like that. It's like the 20-something. You know what, though, man? Like nothing. Mom, mom made a good comment and it kind of struck me and she was like, well, I'm sure if there was more dads like you guys around, it'd be a higher holiday. Damn. Like, mm, that is true. Like we wow. say this numerous times that, or at least I do, that a lot of the uh, big issue is not having strong fathers around that are intentional with their kids. No, we talked about that a few weeks back and yeah. I remember I looked it up and they said 70%, 70%, 70%. Of people incarcerated are from a broken home, from not having yeah. either a father figure or a mother figure in their life to kind of stir them down their path. Seventy. I mean, mom made that. That's a big it did, fucking. It, did, uh, it hit home a little bit. I'm like, shit, that that may, that might be why Father's Day is so damn low. 
Yeah. So many shitty dads out there. Yeah. Arbor Day. Ann Arbor Day is over Father Day. What the fuck is Ann Arbor Day? I, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know. I never even heard of that holiday. But it's ranked yeah. higher than Father's Day. <laughs> yeah, that dude, that comedian has said that. That shit had me thinking. I'm like, damn, yo. It's, it's hot Christmas and then Mother's Day. So it's Jesus and then Mother's. And then a bunch of other holidays. But, you know, <laughs> you're right, though. I guess that, that's, a val- that's a valid argument. You know what I mean? There's, there is a lot. A lot more shitty dads, I guess, than there are shitty moms. But I think it goes yeah. back to you know, I don't know. how how uh, the stats how huh? up if they even be accurate, but they what happen? I said oh. I said even if we looked them up, who knows how accurate they would be. What what yeah. look what up? The stats of shitty moms to shitty dads. I mean, I don't think that's that's a stat. That's not like a, a you know NBA stat you can look it up. I, <laughs> I mean, because being shitty well, is. Well, I mean, of, you could uh, you could look up you could look up you know I mean you, you could probably get the stats of fatherless homes you know opposed to motherless homes, but yeah, you're not gonna be able to. Well, tell, yeah, like, I mean, but that's because the way the, the, get, court system, bad, the court system designed. You know, you could, it, that's what I'm saying though. And then you could also have a, 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 an incident where the dad is in the home, but he's not present with the kids. You know what I mean? Sometimes dads feel just by going to work. And then being at home is enough. And providing. Um, that's not, yeah, yeah and that's not enough. Being, like you have to, yeah, get down in the nitty gritty with, with the kids and the family, man. You gotta, you gotta be in the mix. You can't just show up. Yeah, you guys heard that new Chance the Rapper, yo? Chance the Rapper nah, and Joey Badass. Called Highs and Lows. Check it out. That's the one you sent me, right? Yeah, it's a dope song, yo. Shit sound like your life right now, bro. Highs and Lows. Bro, you have no idea. You have no idea. <laughs> you have no. I heard like because that song gets dropped, and I heard. I'm like, oh, Heisen. I was the chance to ever got a new song. I bet I played it. I'm like, okay, you know. Oh, just one song. It was a whole album. No, it's just one song called Highs and Lows, and and the one part he talks about it. He said, uh, he goes, my mom um, knows I never make my bed, but I lay in it. Like meaning, like you know, like he ain't ever fixing his life, but now he has to, you know, he's he has to lay in it. He has to. Mm. What's that? I can't see that. Carried it? Nah. I see the grass. I don't see nothing on top or beneath it. Children and single father and single mother families by race. And this says over 50% white people is more single fathers than single mothers. Um, Black, over 30% single mothers and about 12% single fathers. Hispanic, a little under 30% for the single mothers and like 25% 25% single father. That was kind of close. Asian is like 2% both ways. Two plus race. Damn, but look, like, look at the, the races, though, right, that they have out there. And look at the the numbers of, like, ones that are separate. Like, in the Asian families, right? It's like 2%, you said, right? Like, because they're bred, like, not bred, but, like, their mentality is, like, you, you know, stick together, work it out. You know what I mean? I'm going to send this. I'm gonna send this to you in the thing if you look at it. That, and that's surprising to me that so many. I mean, I guess oh, that's a lot of. So the in in the whites, there's more single dads and single there's moms. More single dads and there are single moms. And in all the other races, it's vice versa. Correct, except for the Asian is like kind of the same. That's wild. That is that is uh opioid opioid addiction. That's what they're gonna blame it on. So you said there was more single dad homes in the whites. Than the single yeah. mom yeah. homes, yeah, yeah, which is very interesting. It well, is the single the the white mothers, they're the ones that just taking the the, the you know I don't want to say it out there like self medicating. Yeah. Yes, but it also shows and too, like like losing, you know we yeah, talk about it a lot, right? Crazy. About you know about uh, actually about the whole idea of uh 
you know, people in jail, right? We just talking about the 70%, you know, come from, you know, these broken homes. But you look at, like, a lot of the people in jail are of those minority groups that are with the fewer dads. The father, yeah. I mean, you could kind of throw that in, you know, if, if you really want to, it's because of the race and, and racism and stuff like that. But I, I do feel that part of it, too, is you, you can't, you can't underscore the, the, what's the word I'm looking for? The, uh, the effects that a father has on children, man. I mean, but it's not even just fathers. Like, we talked about this last time, Mikey. Like, it's not even just, fa- it's having a father figure. Yeah. You know, because some kids don't have a father, but they'll have, you know, they, but they, wow. you know, they're very into their sports. You know, mm-hmm. so they have coaches to replace that role of a father figure. You know, even growing up with us, we had some friends that didn't have a father in their life. and But they still had, you know, our dad to, like, take yeah. care of and help them out to be a father figure. So it's not so much just the father per se. I mean, ideally, you want it to be the father. Yeah. But it's just that, bro. Same thing. No, with, you it, know, it's it's not it's that. not easy being a man, bro. Like there's there's a lot of things that you know. If you, if you leave a boy without some type of direction, they 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 don't know what the hell we. You know what I mean? Between the hormones and everything, like boys don't know what the hell's going on and where they're going, what they're doing. They need somebody that's been through it already. You know, a seasoned man to be like, listen, that's not the right way to do it. You know, you got to do it this way. And without that guidance, talking- without that education we were talking about that at work the other day like don't get me wrong like women definitely fucking have it hard i mean look what's happening now you know what i mean with the the whole yeah. abortion shit you know what i mean like i understand why they did what they did but it ain't right why they did it and there was no reason to do it you know what i mean like there was no need for that you know what what, so, what, is, what do you understand on why they, they because because i don't understand why they, their their whole thing is is based on the letter of the law technically it's not something that should be governed through the constitution it should be individual it shouldn't be you know so that's what there's that's what their theory like that's what they're saying it's because they're saying it's because you know what like this is not really a, a constitutional right per se so yeah. we shouldn't judge it throughout the whole country as a constitutional right. It should be something within the states. So granted, based on that, yeah, in theory, it's it's true, okay? But it shouldn't have been done. Like, it, all right, maybe that's true. That It's based on the letter of the law. It's not mm-hmm. quote-unquote a constitutional right. But it is right now, so just fucking leave it. Like, what's the point? But because of, you know, whatever yeah. reason, they use that excuse to do it. They use that excuse that it doesn't fit the quote-unquote letter of the law of the Constitution to do these things. So were their intentions behind it motivated by something else? More than likely. More than likely it was. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. based on, like, taking out any emotion, based on the letter of the law, okay, I get that. But at the end of the day, like I said, it's not right. You know, it's it's not a... And and I put up in my ID story, like, there, there is more of a penalty for abortion than there is for rape. Like that's fucking mind blowing. You know what I mean? That's mind blowing. Yeah, that's I definitely feel that the penalty for rape needs to be higher. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like that's that's damn. You, you, you do that's rape. So worse than if that. somebody, yeah, if somebody rapes somebody, they get you know I don't know the exact numbers, but let's say they get like five or six years or whatever. But if you do have an abortion, like fucking like not like not, I don't know what it was, but I know what I don't. Yeah, exactly, I think I don't you put for ninety nine years. I don't know if that was his, the exact yeah. uh, figures or not, but that's what they were saying. But the point is that like like it's it's not the same. You know what I mean? And, and like at the end of the day, like there's lots of times where these abortions are happening due to rape. So the guy who raped the person, you know, gets, you know, slapped on the wrist. And then the person who had the abortion from the rape, it, 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 their life is a fucking living hell. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I like that's 
So women definitely have it hard, you know what I mean? Because they, yeah. they, they, they constantly try to discredit women and try to, you know, like they, they get paid less, you know. And I, I know a lot, a lot of women that are better at certain things than men as far as their job goes. And they don't get the same recognition. They don't get. But on the flip side, you know, women also have, you know, they don't want to decide who and when they're going to have sex. It has nothing to do with the guy. You know what I mean? Like. My wife could go outside and decide she just wants to, you know, hook up with some random dude, and he will more than likely hook up with that random with her. With her. Whereas if I want to go out and hook up with some random chick, it's not going to be that way. It's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's not. I just can't decide. Like yo, I mean, not only that, there's, there's the a, you know, and there's a lot of thing. There's a lot of things that um, you know, a, a true man, you know, would have to do, right? So let's say. You know, and, and I heard this through a comedian, but like it made a lot of sense in a way, right? But let's say you're in, let's say you're in an office building, right? The women are getting paid a little bit less. Some shit pops off, you know, and there's there's somebody inside attacking. Are the men going to be the ones expected to run out the building to safety? Or are the women going to be the ones expected to run out to safety and the men got to stay there and handle that, right? If there's a noise in your house at night, you ain't waking up your wife to go look at it, you know? You're getting up and you're handling that. If the boat's going down in the water, right? Where they say women and children women first. And children. Right? So, I mean, like I said, I heard it from a comedian. And, yeah, it was funny and lighthearted. But I was like, you know what? The, and I say a true man because that's what is expected of us. And that's what a true man is going to take on his shoulders and be like, nah, this is my responsibility. Like, if some shit pop off, like, you guys need to be safe. I need to handle this, right? If there's a flood in your house and somebody needs to get off, you know, just like that, that wrestler, you know, that we lost couple years back chad you know they went to save him he was drowning in the ocean he said nah get my son leave me get my son come for me after he is safe and he didn't make it you know what i mean and that's what a true man is expected to do you know and but i i don't you know i feel women are equal to us they're not the same but yeah they're equal to us 100 percent, they are you can't do without them you know i wouldn't be the man i am you know had my wife not supported me you know like we're we're equal partners and i think that's a lot of out a lot of the the, the 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 problem with um the argument is that you know they like there's a difference between being equal and being the same. Yeah. And a lot of people a want women to be the same, but we're they not can't the be. same. They can't be. They, like physically, like you know, like we're not the same. Like the way we just it's fucking science. And, but and, at the, the end same. of the day, they but they we are a hundred and ten percent. You're right. And they should, because they we shouldn't be the same, but we a hundred percent though we are fucking equal. You know what I mean? Like we each we bring our own thing to the table. We each bring different things to the table. So we're not the same, but we should be treated exactly the same fucking way. Yeah. You know. See, just to elaborate on on what he was saying before, Juan, with the the reason behind it, and I only know this because I just recently read the Hamilton book, um, and it kind of outlined everything in there, and it made a lot of sense the way it was written in there. Um, I'm sure we learned this in school, but we probably all forgot. But the way the when they built the government, they didn't want to have a monarch, right? They wanted to have a governing body. So even though we have a president, in all actuality, he is probably the weakest person in our entire governmental body. And it was designed that way to prevent there being a king over the United States, right? So now when you make your, your votes and you elect or our main governing body, right? That's, you know, looking at the whole country's votes. You got the electoral college, all that shit. So there's a lot of stuff in there that's not really our direct choice, 
right? So that's why they limit the federal power. Now, the state you in, every vote you cast for the things in the state you in, that is your direct voice. So if this state has 300 people and 200 of them feel a certain way and they vote that way, well, that state is running by what the majority of that state's people want in that state. So state laws will always trump federal laws unless it's written in the Constitution. If it's written in the Constitution, then that's the law for the land. So a state cannot make a law that goes against the constitutional rights that they gave us. But if there's something that's not in the Constitution, you have a right as a state to decide how you want it to be. So the same way as some states legalized marijuana, some states didn't. That's because that particular state where you live, that's what the majority of those people wanted, and that's where they're going to get. So this gives you the opportunity, if by chance your state now runs in a way that you don't agree with, and you can't get the votes to swing it, now you could be like, you know what? I'm going to leave this state as an American citizen, and I'm going to go to this state that holds the values I hold. Now, granted, that's not a very liable thing for most people to do. You can't just pick up and leave, but the option is there. Whereas if the federal government decided on everything now if you don't agree with something there's nowhere for you to go and now that's basically you have a king of the united states so that's why they did it that way so then that's what the whole discussion was like nick was saying they were trying to that roe v wade had deemed that by the constitution women had these rights as, in a, as far as abortion um, and all they were saying was there's no constitutional law that says this is true so they removed that federal law away from it, and now they put it onto the states. So that's why you have some states like New Jersey will still allow, you know, abortions and whatever rules they had, and other states won't, because now it's no longer a federal constitutional right. Now it's something that you as a state get to decide, and then the people of the state get to decide based off of how they vote for who runs their state. So then if they put it up to vote at a state, uh, election and the people vote for abortion, then abortion will be allowed yeah. in that state. Yes. Right, right, as of now, there's, there's going to be yes. 13, there's going to be 13 states that are more than likely going to make abortions illegal. As of right now, out of the 50 states, 13 of those states will have abortion to be illegal. Yeah. So that's that's the that was the whole. Uh, so that's why that's why that's why it I'm wasn't so I, much I it, but, as but far like, as you know whether it was right or wrong. There, and I agree with Nick, you know, there, there's definitely there other ulterior motives in it. Yes. Um, but that's basically the the legal explanation of why they did what they did. My whole it, thing like, is, like, I get it, and I understand how what you guys are talking about, but, like, why? Out of all, out of yeah. the blue, like, why Why are we worried about abortion now? Because, what happened? Because, like I so, said, I mean, it, there's an attack on women. Well, the thing is, I mean, it's about division. That's what all this yes. is about. Yes. You take the most polarizing topics you can, and you highlight it, and then you, you got know, I mean, look at fighting that about and then the guns. All you know, you get there. people. That's what I'm saying. You take these polarizing yeah. topics, and that's what you want to put out there, and that's what you get people fighting over, and you keep the country divided, and you keep everybody at each other's throats. Instead of discussing something that everybody is, you know, could get behind and communicate about maturely and fix and actually make things better. No, you're going to find something that, you know, people are divided about 
And let's get that out there. Let's and realistically, what, what's more defi- divisive than women's rights and fucking guns? And those are the two things that came out, like, immediately back to back. You know, and everybody has their side, their opinion that they're voicing, you know, through social media or whatever different platforms, you know, and and it's causing, yeah, you know. social media was, was popping the other day, man. I had to get off of it. I just... But it is, man. It's just like, and and it's scary because, like, you know, being a father of two daughters, it's like, yo, like, there was really, like, again, <clears throat> I understand it, but there was no need for that. Like, there was no need. Like, if it, you know, if it ain't broke, don't try to fix it. You know what I mean? Just yeah. leave it as is. Like, it's that's know, the thing, it's, and it, uh, I I just don't understand why people. I, I don't know. I guess just it, it goes back to how you were talking before about how. Um, the way we were raised and, the, you know, how people were around us, you know, I just, uh, I was, it's a blessing and a curse that my mother raised me the way she raised me, you know, to think at such a, I, I want to say simple level, because you sit there and you think about some of this stuff and you're just like, why, why, why are we even bothering these things right now? Like, Why is this a fight? Why can't we just all like, for lack of a better word or phrases, just get along. Why? Why we just can't get along? Like it doesn't well, make any so sense that, to me. Years ago, right, Rodney King? Why can't we all yeah, just get along? Why you know can't I mean? we like, just get along? Because the system doesn't want us to get along. Yeah. But if we all get along, then we then we all understand who the common enemy is, and the common enemy is, you know, the system. The system. The system that we grew up in, you know. Like you see lots of things, right, about people like, oh, it's it, it's Biden's fault, gas is so high. It's Biden's fault, gas is so high. You think it's only the fucking United States that got? Yeah, that's just world. That's just worldwide, that's bro. Just world fucking wide. Worldwide. But we over here fighting like, oh, it's Trump's fault. It's Biden's fault. No, it's the system's fucking fault. You know what I mean? But because here, you know, divisiveness. You know what I mean? We're gonna say here, we're gonna yeah. argue whose fault it is, and at the end of the day, it's neither of their fucking fault. It's the system. It's the way. The system is designed. You know, you think they're over in Italy? Oh, it's Joe Biden's fault our gas is so high. No, you know, <laughs> got yeah. nothing to do with fucking Joe Biden over here. You know, but that was fucking funny right there. But that's how that's how really, it. I didn't really think about it like that either. Yeah, you know what I mean. But that's how it is. You know, people over here arguing. Oh, ever since Biden came in office, it's just a fucking coincidence that he happened to be the man. It, it, you know the face behind it at the time. It just it had just happened to be coincidence. Yeah, you know some of these companies are, um, or countries I should say, are um, still getting the Russian oil, but they're going out into the water and they're doing the transfer in the water and they come and bringing the boat back. In international seas, I used to say. That's a slippery slope. Like, um, like some, they're, they're just disappearing. They see them and then they don't, like on the radar and stuff. Like it's, yo, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. I almost can guarantee there's a way more shit going on in the world outside of the United States yeah. than what we're being privy to in the news and all that. Because you know, for when I was out in the Middle East those two years. Yo, it's wild overseas. Like, compared to the shit we see here, the things we hear here, and it's crazy. It's crazy out there. Yeah, it lot, definitely is. a lot is. more advanced than, you know, some people think they are here in the States, which isn't 
another mind-boggling thing. The crazy shit is though is that you don't know is that people act like we have any freaking say in like half the shit that goes on. Like there's so much shit that we have no control over. Like they people fight over shit. Right, people fight over shit that we got no control over. Yeah. Oh, it's again, it's because that's that's what that's what the system like the wants other day. The other day, I got I got a message from uh, from a good friend of mine, and he was like, "Oh, you know, keep your eye on the sky. You know, there's things going down. You gotta protect yourself." And I'm like, "Bro, half this shit, I can't do nothing about. So, like, why am I gonna let it weigh me down? You know what I mean? It's like half half this shit, I can't do nothing about." There's no and reason but, knowing about it. Ain't on no the, reason fighting about it. Like you on can't the do flip side of it, a lot of these on the things. flip side of it, a lot of these people think also like you know yeah. if, if enough of us fight against it, we can change it. But you know, I say that all the time that you know, like it's the 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 shit that they want to happen is gonna happen, regardless what we think we could yeah. do. Like we may be the majority, but because the way shit is, it's run by a minority. I think the only way you flip it is if everybody's on the same page to flip it. And that's why that's why they do the things that they do to keep us all on a separate page. Yeah. You know? I used to always say, like, when I was, again, let's go reference this Iraq trip again. You know, the way, the way that, like, we were, we were hired as mechanics and we were in the country for six months and we didn't have toolboxes of our own. Right? The how you doing your job as a mechanic without toolboxes. And I know in the in the contract that was signed between you and the government, there's an allotment for toolboxes, right? But you guys just never got them. Because why? The military has tools. So we figure, ah, we'll save that money. We'll let them use, you know, the military's tools. You know? So I, I forgot I, where I was going with here, Here's another thing on that, right? Look, right? So you're out there, right? You're doing this job with no tools that you were supposed to have tools for, and you're using the military's tools, right? Mm-hmm. But think about this now, right? Now you went out there, and think about how much money you was getting paid to be out there. Now think about how much money them soldiers were getting paid to be out there. There's a big fucking difference in what you were getting paid as a civilian contract mm-hmm. to do this job and how much those same mechanics that were in the military were getting paid they were getting paid a lot fucking less than you and not only did they have to do the same job they also had to fight in a war they also had to carry gun you know what i mean like well that they there weren't really that they weren't really mechanics so i see what you're saying but we were there as the mechanics yeah we're doing the work that's why we were using their tools because they were soldiering you know what I'm yeah. saying that's why. That's, but even that, that, but the, even that though, that like like they're out there, hired they're out there to paid do. to put their life on the line, and they're getting paid a fraction of what you're getting paid, and you're just there to do your job and to be protected by these guys. Like ideally, in a perfect world, it should the pay should have been reversed. You should you know as a contractor, no, you should you shouldn't be out there. <laughs> 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 ideally we shouldn't be out there you know, but then it goes the back to what we were saying be, you know they what I mean? should because... be mechanics and you should have enough ground enough ground troops in the area to do whatever you need to do with them alone and let the mechanics be mechanics but then it, that goes back to what we were saying like the reason why the civilians were able to go out there and do that and make that kind of money was because that came from a corporation a big business yeah. that wanted that contract, contract and needed to make that money you know, so they found a way to put this money into these people's oh, hands that's, so that's that they could. Was. So that's 
So the the point that I was trying to make was that we at any given point could have all just said no. We're not going to work unless you get us what we need. And they would have lost the contract. But it would never happen because nope. you're never going to get everybody on the same page yeah. because people's values are different. People are like, yep. fuck it. You're like, I just want my money. You're like, I don't give a fuck yeah, how we do this. I'm just this. here for the dough. It don't matter for me whether I'm doing And especially because it was so much fucking tax-free money, bro. Like, that. A crazy amount. I mean, I'm not trying to put numbers out there, but it was that a lot or, of you know, money. You, you, got, tax you, got, <laughs> you got people in situations where they they need that. They need right? it. Yeah. You know, we've said that before about like the the shop, you know, mentality when they want to start discounting and cutting times. If everybody in the shop says no, they can't do it. But you're always gonna have one or two guys like, no, nah, I gotta feed my family. I'll do that. And they're, 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 and it's always going to be that way. Always going. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of things you got no control over, and we wasting energy on things we have no control over. It's like and focus again, on what you it, control. It all goes back to the unity, though. If we were unified, they wouldn't be able to do these things to us. Yeah. But because we're not unified, they're able to do these things to us, and they will continue to do things like that and continue. So and maybe that was you know. that was um, our ex president's whole agenda, right? Because we were pretty unified under president obama for the most part like we were kind of yeah, everybody was kind of chill but then the race all the racism shit hit when our last president but a lot of it too power. though like you got to factor into too is like a lot of the stuff too like the internet wasn't what it is social media was not what it was so you didn't have all these people voicing their opinions the way they do now so that was another part of it you know what i mean they just it's all a perfect storm you know what i mean the way stuff happened like you know, stuff's kind of the, the shift in power, the shift in in thought, and then having the platform for more people to be vocal about it. So it just all kind of happened in a perfect way. You know what I mean? Like, who's to say that if, you know, it wasn't a different president that, you know, we would still have these same issues coming up and being going the same way about it, you know, because people would have been more vocal about it, you know? Yeah. I think it just well, ways, I mean, man. It, it just, I mean, if you look back through history, person, I think it's always been like that. It's always been, you know, ups and downs, depending on who's in there. But that's how, that's how, <clears throat> excuse me, that's how it was, it was supposed to be, right? It was supposed to be different ideas, different people in there. You know, I mean, if it was the same thing throughout, then we might as well go back to England and have a king, right? The, the whole idea was to have these different periods and times with different ideas and, and kind of just always flowing. And that's, we get what we get. You know, how do we have some periods where things look good, sometimes when things look bad, you know. That's just the way it was put into design. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of it was, though. A lot of it, it was, is, you know, social media and the internet, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it just all worked out perfectly. Just, you know, you started having, you know, somebody in there saying and acting and doing dumb shit in a time where, you know, those same people that had those same thoughts to act and do dumb shit now had a platform to kind of co-sign all that dumb shit. You know, and that's kind of where it went downhill. Yeah. And then that just, that just, you know, the divide was already there. That just, you know, added fuel to the flame, you know? And then now it's at a point where it's embedded in us. It's it's part of our, of who we are now, is to just be out there constantly. Because I see it all the time, especially like on Facebook and Twitter. Not, not so much on Instagram. I mean, you do see it on like Instagram, but 
on Facebook and Twitter, man, like people go in on there and it's just like, yo, like if you guys stopped and like really, cause I, I don't feel on a lot of topics, I don't feel one way or the other, you know? So I, I see these topics and these arguments that people are making. I'm like, yo, you guys are really fighting about the same thing, but just talking about it differently. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you guys have the same desire, you know, it's just in the same ideas, but just that you're focusing on different aspects of it. You know what I mean? Like at the yeah. end of the day, like realistically, if you, if you break it down to the simplest form, you know, people want, you know, comfort and security for their people. You know what I mean? So like, but they're too busy arguing over all the dumb shit. Like at the end of the day, like we both fighting about the same shit. We both want basically the same things. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we want a, we want our government like not we to be involved in shit. It. Yeah, we just, yeah, exactly. We just want to argue and go back and forth yeah. because, you know, you, I mean, you see it all the time. And then that's the thing too, like, you know, and that people start arguing in the, in the comments. And now the algorithm is like, oh, this is something that needs to be shared because there's a lot going on in these comments. And then now, you know, and that's and that's that's what it is. I mean, that's why that happened with you know Facebook the way it did. They so were like, it's the algorithm then more more than anything, the algorithms of these social media platforms that have caused. That's why I, I try to stay yeah off because a lot of those, you see man. you see like like if you if you like you know like I had I had a few comments uh, a few posts or whatever that I liked on IG about you know like you know breakups and like you know heartache and all that and now my feed is full of that shit yeah. because now the algorithm is like oh this is what you want so now i constantly sport so now I'm, I'm like going in there and purposely like looking up other shit like looking up photography looking up yeah. film stuff and liking and watching those things to try to get that shit out of my feed because that's what it does to us it it continues what I, it shows us what we what it thinks we want to see so it's then like it continues to it continues to fuel those emotions fuel those debates fuel those arguments Make you feel more passionate about it, and it's just you know, and that's what it is, man. It's all about keeping it's a us separate. Drug. Yeah, that's crazy. it is. It, it's definitely a drug. It, it 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 hits your dopamine, and it gets you, and you want more of it, and you know, dopamine, dopamine. You know what? I just, what I just <laughs> what I just thought about, man. Right? You know, like like whenever we talk about like sports, right, and and we talk about some of these games we've seen, and it's like. You know, the refs made a bad call, the refs did this, the refs did that. Like, what do we always say, right? Play in a way that you take the refs out of it. Like, yeah. don't leave it up to the refs to decide, right? If, you, if you're in a, you know, we, told, we started a podcast about boxing. If you're in a boxing match, don't leave it up to the judges. Like, do your best to, to settle that before it even gets there, right? And I think that's the same way we all have to live. Like, yeah, you know what? The government's there. But don't live in a way that you're relying on them to have your best interest. Like, have your best interest by having your best interest. Raise your family to have their best interest. Like, focus on the fact that, you know what, I can control this, and hopefully I never need that. You know, because yeah. that's all you can control, right? And the same thing like in a sporting event. You can't control what calls the refs are going to make, but you could work your damn hardest that maybe you don't even need the refs to have you sway a certain way. And that's what we got to focus on. We got to focus on love, on kindness, and living in a way that, you know what, we don't need this government to have our best interest. Like, we need to focus on having our best interest raising up our family with their best interests and getting into communities and getting involved in our community so that our community is working under their best interests. And hopefully, God willing, we'll never need whatever laws or policies the government is trying to put out there for us. Communities create champions. There you go. We need to focus on what we can focus on. Our families, our communities, our circles, and ourselves. 
And you hope in turn that'll kind of, you know, kind of blossom and grow into more people doing it and more and more to yep. eventually it gets to where, you know, that's that's the that's the new norm. Rather than this shit that we got going on. But yeah. You know, that's a story for another day, because like Mikey said, it's, you know, it's already getting nine o'clock. Yeah, you got a lot to cut out this bitch. Yeah, definitely got a lot to cut out this bitch. But that being said, you know, we're going to wrap it up. Like we say every week, the most valuable thing you can give anybody is your time. And we appreciate everyone that gave their time to sit down here and listen to us talk and uh, go over stuff. And uh, make sure you check us out on Instagram. Nonsense worth mentioning. Uh, and until uh, next week, stay up, stay blessed. We love y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.